So hey everyone and welcome to Nerdy Up North podcast. This is part two of our Pixar talk and this is the Nerdy Podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we have returning Charlotte and Jake uh, who graciously give up their Tuesday nights to finish um, <laughs> the, what we started because Sam nearly died. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You can't so have much that. more exciting than we are. <laughs> I know, I know, I <laughs> and, and thank you for everyone in the chat as well. Like I say, thank you for joining us. Um, like I say, we'll try and have a few conversations with you from time to time as well. So we did start t- talking about the Pixar uh, conversation as Sam turns off the volume on. Uh... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that my mic's new and it can pick up everything. Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Bless her. She gets excited that she still sees herself there. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just like to see the chat and see what's going on. Yes. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about Pixar films. We were talking about like our favourite ones and ones that like say meant the most to us. We did get a little bit emotional. I didn't expect to cry a little bit, which did... Uh, get to us when we start talking about Toy Story uh, 3. I'm not going to go there again because it was too much. But uh, yes, but I thought, like I say, interesting starting point, like I say, with the conversation, because I know when the Pixar films did come out, there was a lot of films that did come out and and Disney actually did produce a few films their own that kind of tricked you, that thought there were Pixar films, but they weren't actually made by Pixar or by the producers. Mm. It was like Disney own or um, I think around the same time as well, DreamWorks was trying to get into that market with like the likes of Shrek, How You Train Your Dragon, and, and stuff like that. But I think when Disney ones that own self-produced, the first one I think they brought out was Bolt, about the, the dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone can remember that one. I yeah, it. I definitely saw it, because wasn't it like Jonathan Travolta was Bolt or something? I'm sorry, Jonathan Travolta? Was it? <laughs> Did you know, it's John Travolta. Oh, sorry. He's <laughs> Jake was giving us his proper name. That's fine. It's not Jonathan, is it? I don't give a crap. (laughs) (laughs) Bolt the Scientologist dog. I got really confused there. Oh, we mentioned Scientology. They're going to come for us now. Where we are knackered. (laughs) They're watching us. They're always watching. But yeah, there was like an influx of uh, Disney films that came out that looked like Pixar and you thought, oh, this must be the new Pixar film, but they weren't. Because I think Tangled <laughs> came out at the same time. Um, there was, I'm trying to think of the others, uh, Moana, of course, Moana. Uh, that does have a Pixar feel, but surprisingly isn't Pixar. Um, and also um, Big Hero 6, which, to be honest, if you saw Big Hero 6 advertised the way it was looks, you would swear down that film was made by Pixar, oh, but was brilliant. really big, big surprise that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, we're missing probably the biggest two. Mm-hmm. Frozen. Yep, which I did on purpose because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And what was the um, other one? Encanto. Oh. Encanto is a new one as well. I know uh, yeah. Laura in the chat, he's a massive <laughs> fan of Encanto. It's just, um, like I say, we don't talk about, what's he called? Bruno. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> even seen it. <laughs> I um, bet you've heard the song though. It's that, that's, a, that's actually an interesting one because I guess we've had like Encanto and Tone and Red come out like really close to each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like I can't really say I noticed any like massive difference apart from 
like knowing that it was like a Disney thing and then a Pixar mm. thing separately. But I don't know. It's it's strange that they've bothered to do this split point. But like no, I don't know. I, do you guys notice any differences? I think the biggest difference I notice is in the music because especially in Big Hero Six, um, the there was music there, but it big spectacle it was just sort of in the background and a lot of it wasn't like original music written for the movie it was mm, mm. M- music that disney had stole yeah <laughs> <laughs> essentially yeah <laughs> but like with encanto and moana mm-hmm. and frozen they mm-hmm. wrote original music for it mm-hmm. and i yeah. think the, anim- the animation slightly different especially in the people mm-hmm. Like the people in Encanto and Moana and Frozen, they all have that kind of big eye, slightly mm. pointy chin, mm-hmm. sort of heart-shaped face to them. Yeah, yeah, but I think that yeah, that's because when Disney saw what Pixar were doing, they moved away from the the 2D lineal drawings, like say from our childhood that we love, mm-hmm. uh, to the, like say the computer generated thing. I know I can't remember the last Disney one that was done pencil oh. drawn. Was it not? Um, and me and Michaela had this conversation not long ago. Was I mean, it? The, it was the, really like late on. They went back and did Princess and the Frog. But I love Princess. Do you, do you mean like what the last first like you no know, original Disney thing might have been? Well, the last one that was used, like say that type of um, animation style, shall we say? Because mm. I think they cottoned on to like the Pixar, as, as Charlotte said, they they steered very close to what the old drones were like. Mm. If you look at Tangled and Frozen, it's got a very like Beauty and the Beast, uh, like Little Mermaid, big eyes, pointy pointy chin, face. But as um, it pointed out perfectly with Encanto and Turning Red, they've kind of leveled off. And mm-hmm. they are, like, see, if you put them back to back, you wouldn't be able to tell which company did who with it if you took the logos off the things. What? What was the one they did that was like half animated and half live action? Enchanted. Yeah. Was yeah. that not the last one that had possibly like, hand drawn stuff in it? Possibly. And like I say, we're getting the sequel this year as well. Yeah. So we'll find out if they do yeah. go back to that as well. Um, but as I think, yeah, Goodwill said in the in the chat, uh, the cell drawn was the princess and the frog. I believe ah, right. um, but it's just when they made that move I think again it's probably down to cost effecting we can probably make the film faster using these techniques mm-hmm. than having like so many artists sitting there painstakingly drawing one piece at a time but I hope again I hope in the future we do get them type of movies again mm-hmm. for us because they do have a little bit of magic to them, or a little bit of character. Like a heart, there's a lot of heart in there. You can tell there's hard work being put into it, so it kind of makes it more special. Mm-hmm. They, I get they, that. They seem to be, if it's going to be hand-drawn and stuff, they seem to be saving that for, like, the cartoon shows. Yeah, possibly. There's a, there's a lot of hand-drawn, sort of new hand-drawn stuff on Disney Plus and that coming out. Mm-hmm. Like the shorts um, and stuff like that. that, that they yeah. Keep doing. I, I oh. don't know whether that's just a time thing. They can probably do a short quicker than they put out a film. Possibly. It's good. The, the one that does always confuse me, though, as well, because I know the car films uh, are all Pixar, but they did a spin-off called Planes, which, again, isn't always the brilliant, most brilliant one, but it was done by Disney, not by Pixar. So same type of world. Mm-hmm. kind of branching out doing the things but I think now the only real difference is if it's got the Pixar logo in or not but I think yeah. Charlotte you hit the nail on the head perfectly it's the music I think the big difference because the Pixar movies do have great 
scores, but they don't have like the musical numbers or um, like say, well, Coco probably just just yeah. blew me argument out of the way there. No, not really, because <laughs> like that's that's just one song, like mm-hmm. one song continued out throughout the whole thing. Whereas you've got the likes of Moana that has like a complete original like soundtrack for each song. Um, mm-hmm. Can I just ask a really, like, uh, possibly going to come across as a really silly question, but what's the relationship between Disney and Pixar? They started as a separate company eventually where, uh-huh. like say it was like, um, Disney kind of hired them to do Toy Story. Right. And then Disney, they were going to branch out and then could be completely different from Disney. Then Disney done the whole flex and went I'm going to buy this shit and this bought <laughs> as they do it's the beginning of Disney owning the world yeah there's a there's a bit of a there's a bit of a weird like offshoot history with like Tron as well because mm. obviously the hired visual effects people mm. who were like pioneer and stuff there isn't actually that much visual effects in Tron because it was just so light. early on <laughs> Yeah, a lot of it is just recolouring, but there mm-hmm. there is like you know the light cycle chases like computer, and they apparently had to like type it all out manually, like every like every bit of code was typed mm-hmm. out manually and fed into a computer like for every second. Wow. But yeah. so I think I think you're right, Paul, in that they they had a relationship, and it was probably to do with like um, Lucas mm. Studios as well, like Industrial Light and Magic or whatever that is. Yeah. So. I think it's like they've came back and forth, and then I think the guy who ran Pixar ended up quite high in Disney. So I guess it's John like Lasseter, of... wasn't it? John Lasseter. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of the the writers crossed over as well for films. A lot of the uh, Pixar writers mm-hmm. wrote, wrote, ended up writing writing for Disney, and a lot of the animators, like the obviously the storyboards and stuff, ended up working mm-hmm. working for Disney. So Disney, it kind of felt like the natural progression of things. Yeah, because I think when you look behind the scenes of the making the Pixar films as well, they still storyboard everything. So the mm-hmm. like, it, so everything mm-hmm. originally doesn't start out like on the computer. Everything is hand drawn like on the storyboards, and they've got all the things on the wall like the entire film. It's beautifully to see. Um, when, like I say, I'll, it was my dream when I was a kid to always to be there. But unfortunately, has... the thing with talent uh, not being able to do it. Um, but has I think anybody? A... Sorry. Has anybody I've, seen the documentary of what it's like to work at Pixar? I've been to the studios. Oh, it looks um, like when, so much fun. When you go, because um, <laughs> like when you go to the, this is going to blow your mind a little bit, Charlotte, as well. When you go to a Hollywood <laughs> studio, they've got like a, a Pixar thing, so they've got rooms where they've got the artists and they show you how like you can go in and talk to them and show. show they're not that working on the films, but like the people that's worked on old films and they show you the drawn, but they sit you in an old time timey like like theater. And I think through the years they got different characters, but when we did it, we had Mushu from oh. Mulan talking you through the process of creating Mushu, like all the different dragons, <laughs> saying that he started off as like a big uh, like house a uh, horse dragon and stuff that he was like massive, and then he just shrunk it down and gave him his own personality and stuff, and this showed you through the whole process. I think it was honestly one of the most magical experiences I, I ever had. So before it was that, mm-hmm. it was a cell studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we went, so bearing in mind, I was going to Florida from the age of 15 to about 22. Um, the first year we went, it was a cell studio and it was literally just a bunch of artists sitting at what they're called, the thingies. The and it was showing. It, the yeah. light boxes and stuff yeah like. yeah and it was showing you yeah, the process of cell creation mm-hmm. and it was Simba. 
Oh. And they were doing Zimba at the time. And um, but I don't know if I should say this or not. My friend, <laughs> who is an um, he's an artist in Los Angeles. Um, he's been to the actual Pixar studios where they do all the work and took secret photographs. It looks <laughs> fucking incredible. Like it looks, it looks amazing. Fucking incredible. Um, he's done some commission work for them. Um, mm. and it's just a. It's unreal to look at it. I don't even know if I should say that. He's probably not watching. <laughs> well, to be fair, we do have a Disney artist working in Sunland. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lad who runs Triple Six Studios, Bez. Mm-hmm. He done yes. the artwork. He done the artwork for the Jungle Book too. Yes, oh, wow. mm-hmm. we had a massive email um, back and forth years ago because he was going to do some work for And. Um, that didn't turn out, but he, when he was telling us his credentials, mm-hmm. he mentioned Jungle Book that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, I forgot about that. I think yeah. there is. Um, I think there is a bit of a some Marvel like artist, like computer artistry stuff that goes on up north as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess when it's like computers, you can kind of do it from anywhere. But yeah. I've definitely mm-hmm. heard about people who like done some design on like Thor and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, Harry Potter Studios. Uh, some of the people that graduate some in the university done the the cgi on harry potter wow isn't there two like big gaming does that like places up here as well rocks rocks said he has a as a has a they used to have an office i believe again i might be wrong i might be saying the complete thing but i know destruction derby was made up here as well mm-hmm. uh, we've got some place. talent up in the northeast <laughs> yeah. just like say it's got a shitty podcast as well but not saying that <laughs> what a way yeah. to bring us down gosh <laughs> I, i'll always i'll always keep us grounded don't yeah. Yeah. humbled yeah. Yeah. to but, be uh, fair like some of the some of the art that gets posted in the group mm-hmm. from some of the members yeah. is unbelievable it yeah. always blows us away how it's how amazing. many genuinely talented artists there are in the group as well yeah um, my best friend's one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm sure after Toy Story, there was a bit of ambiguity between Pixar and Disney. There were going to be like a complete split where Pixar was going to have nothing to do with uh, Disney for, for a long period. Just was because... Not... Sorry. Was it not because Disney were trying to undersell them to do Toy Story 2? Well, they were trying to... well. Save money, they like say they weren't like wanting the as Disney, they don't want to pay for like the work they got. Um, but Pixar, like say, having the balls to think, I think it was as I think me and Jake said before, John Lassidus uh, was the guy in charge, and he just decided, right, we can do this without the power of Disney. And I think they started a project, and as soon as Disney got wind of it, they absolutely shit themselves. And rather yeah. than trying to negotiate, they just bought it. So Pixar's got balls basically. Oh, 100%. That's why they, probably, they, they can pick and choose the project yeah. now. They don't get told what they do. They probably got told to do Toy Story 4, but that's another argument for another um, day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any telling in that. I just think it, the naturally script, and they went, yeah, let's do that. Open I'm sorry, I'll, st- I'll still die. <laughs> oh, come on, Bob, you was brilliant. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have Duke Kaboom, like... Come on, you've got to give it something. Keenan Peel were hilarious in that. True. Was it needed? <laughs> Was it needed? Yes! I got a good <laughs> chuckle out of it. 
Um, but I guess I think... like that. I guess that goes on. Like saying Pixar basically had all the, like everything in their like in their favor. I guess that's why we did get like so many copycat studios pop up, like like with DreamWorks and stuff like that. And um, what's the one that does Despicable Me and everything? That's like a different God, studio, really isn't it? I think I think it was DreamWorks as well. I think that it was under the same umbrella. Um, but they got some strange films. Like we got Cloudy uh, Thingy Meatballs or something. I that's a really that good film. film. I, knew <laughs> I knew someone was going to see it. I'll tell you what's. I'll tell you what's a bad Brilliant. one though. Links back to Pixar as well. Ants. Ants oh, oh. is so bad. The best is alone. And Woody, Arif- Woody Allen, wasn't it? Woody it's Allen? no bug's life, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's basically the same story for some reason. Yeah. I thought we wanted to look at ants in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> to be sorry. No, it's fine. When like, say that film came out, that pretty much did uh, copy base for base. Like, uh, Even though they made the mistake of making the ants try and look realistic and human, yeah. and that yeah. just was creepy as fuck. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's didn't that's it, a stuff of nightmares. Did it come out about the same time? So it was like a direct yeah. rival as well. Yeah, Six months feel before, like I think. it did. Yeah, it was it was same year, but it was like it was a big race to get the first like out first because I thought <laughs> the first <laughs> ant exclusive. <laughs> who's, who's, who's sitting in that boardroom going right? Bugs. Let's go. <laughs> I think I saw. I, I'm sure I watched Ants first, and then oh, like say, what's this Bugs Life? And totally forgot about uh, Ants after watching Bugs Life, just because how beautiful, colourful, yeah. and scary Bugs Life was as well at the same time. Because them and like the grasshoppers were terrifying. I can't picture now which grasshoppers were in. Because was the grasshoppers in the other one as well in Ants, or am I? It's at Bugs Life. I don't know. I feel like the bad guy in Ants was just looked like a muscle man or something. And yeah. <laughs> the, 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 it was the grasshoppers in Ants because one of them was called Hopper. No, Hopper was yes. there. Wasn't Hopper, Hopper Bugs there? Life? Bugs Life, yeah. Oh. Look what they've done to us. They've uh, the shit out of us. <laughs> no. I, think, I think DreamWorks kind of accepted that they were never going to be as big, as big as Pixar, but they kind of found their niche in the market yeah. when they came out with Shrek and Definitely. they stopped they stopped trying to compete with uh, Pixar yeah. and they came out with some really beautiful films after that. Like I love, absolutely love the How to Train Your Dragon series. But they do know how to beat a dead horse. Like how many uh, Despicable Me spin-offs with minions and stuff now? Oh, it's... Think <laughs> there's, another one, there's another one coming out. Yes. I, think, I think that studio's called like Illumination or something like that because yeah. they're, they're the ones doing the Mario movie. <laughs> Right. The Chris Pratt Mario movie. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> but, oh my god! <laughs> but um, I'm just looking up now because uh, talking about Bugs Life, the the bad guy was Hopper, and it was he who should not be named Kevin Spacey. Oh dear! Oh. <laughs> Can't watch that anymore. Then. <laughs> but, but just if you just look at the the cast that they have, like Dale Foley, uh, Kevin Spacey, Dennis Leary, John Rasenberg, uh, Richard King, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, David High Pierce. Um, mm. Hayden Panettiere, um, and like I say, Phyllis Diller as well. Them, that's just the cast of a Bug's Life. Like I've, that's some I've, big, big names. Is, is John Rattenberger? He is a director for Pixar, isn't he? And he normally does a voice in like each film. He's like Roz in Monsters Inc. and stuff like that. He's um, is he? I, I don't know if <laughs> he's Roz, but he's Cliff Clavin from uh, Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's. 
He's a director now. I'm not I'm sure. Sure at him. Somebody awesome. in the chat tell her. Goodwill seems to know his shit. But yeah, Goodwill actually pointed out another one that was, I, I, I agree, quite unsettling because they try to make it too humanised, the Polar Express. Never seen it. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, yeah that's scary. It. It's when that CGI was... try and do humans. That's the problem when they try and do it like too human, humanistic. It, yeah, it was like motion capture, valley. wasn't it? Mm-hmm, definitely. They yeah. did, it, did they do it with the Christmas Carol as well? With yeah, um, with Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas Carol and Beowulf, Beowulf with Angelina Jolie and Rhea yeah. Winston. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. No. Meant to be. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I think with Bugs Life, like I said that was the turning point for. Pixar when it was like say if other companies try to come for them that I think they just stopped trying because Pixar just kind of wiped the floor with anyone that was going with them like say yeah. there's been a few misses but when they even when they miss they it's not really like a, a huge failure for them because mm. there's always a target audience for them like Cars has Lightning McQueen which is a, a brilliant character but I can't get away with the film even though it's got Paul Newman in which is just sacrilege for me to say I don't like a Paul Newman film mm. <laughs> but it's just like I said it didn't have as much impact but how many kids love yeah my nephews, were, ob- my nephews were obsessed with the grown up same mm. same yeah, like, I guess Pixar is very toyetic, it, but... isn't it? Oh, oh yes. massively, <laughs> massively. <Yeah. Exactly laughs> not. He's still saying there, affinity too, and beyond. But yeah. um, I, like I said, it, with, when it does hit big, like certain films that like smashes out the park, like Finding Nemo, like, you can't get as much tragic beginning as well when we talked about up um like see seeing his mother getting killed and his dad freaking out so when he's got his small little flipper because he can only swim in circles um but the adventure he goes on you meet the like the turtles and uh dory and then the, the sadistic dentist uh, woman when then the fish tank because like, <laughs> yeah. we've all known Even... kids have seen these kids in the past as well even the sequel was quite cute like mm. the sequel wasn't bad finding dory Yep. Oh, it wasn't terrible. It just yeah. it didn't for some reason for me it just didn't have the same spark as Nemo. But Anne loves finding Nemo, like mm-hmm. ridiculously loves it. I have a lovely pet name based off that film that mm. Carolyn gives. us. Um, I get called Dory. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> Dory. So we she called it for years, and when we were coming back from where we were, we. Just keep oh. swimming, sorry. <laughs> we were coming back from London. That was it. We were coming back from London, and the train got stopped. And she had a, a as she always does, she had a notepad and a pencils, and she drew out mm-hmm. Dory for it. I still got it. Oh. And then for Christmas, she bought us a Dory mug. I nearly smashed her over the head with it. <laughs> I was furious. I thought you, you think you're funny. Yep, there I am. <laughs> mine. 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 Um, mine, mine I think mine, like mine. I think what Finding Nemo hit really well was like we just like seeing under the sea and if it's like yeah. a, be- a beautiful cartoon version, even better. Because like they did the same for Luca, which was a more recent one. Mm-hmm. Like that's like beautiful, like it's just like mm-hmm. so colourful. Um yeah. If anyone haven't seen it, it's the one with like little sea monster boys who go on land and become mm. humans when they're out oh, the water. Oh yeah. Um, 
And then that one's like set in Italy, so they've got all the like little rustic Italian town and stuff. But yeah, like yeah. they definitely know how to make like something look beautiful. Mm, definitely, the and, they use, yeah, and, and as I think we were talking about the other day, like when it hit HD, the Pixar films are the ones that shine that shine above anything else. But I remember when the three D TVs were the big craze, oh, and I gosh. think I think Finding Nemo was the first one I actually watched on the three D TV, and it absolutely stood out. I know not many films do 3d well because you it's normally just like cardboard cutouts sitting in front, mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit like mr Fredrickson sitting in front of us now um <laughs> but the finding nemo one was just absolutely amazing seeing like the coral reef um mm-hmm. like everything moving around and like see you, you felt like as jake said you were under the sea but it does a lot of stuff with scale as well doesn't it finding nemo so i can imagine that looking good because like he's tiny obviously yeah um, and then there's a lot of huge creatures in the movie and lo- lots of like depths but yeah i think the funniest bit of finding nemo is when he's in the fish tank at the air uh, dentist i think it has some of the funniest moments in there yeah I with all the, all the yeah. anxiety ridden yes. fish that live there <laughs> that's why i identify with it um the best the best Jaws joke ever in another film, like when they, when they call the big shark Bruce. Bruce. And <laughs> fish are friends, not food. <laughs> but yeah. What was, what was that one that Will Smith did? Was that a shark's tail? Shark's tail. Shark's tail. Yeah. Shark's tail? yeah. yeah. Was, who did that one? DreamWorks, I think. DreamWorks. Ah, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Well, again, think... came out the same time as Finding Nemo, I think. Oh, well, that's that shit. <laughs> that's shit for them, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I saw Shark's Tale at the cinema. I don't know why, but because it was Jack Black. <laughs> I think one of the best things about Pixar is they always challenge themselves each movie to mm-hmm. to go that extra mile with the animation, like like Under the Water in Finding Nemo or just Sully's Fair. Yeah. Yes. Monsters, Inc. Like, they always just set themselves a new challenge each movie to try and better themselves yeah i'm sure i watched something about sully's fair like not just about sully's fair but it had it in there um, and mm-hmm. how long it took because mm-hmm. each individual is strand animated, uh-huh. yeah. it's fucking crazy sorry <laughs> to swear but it really like, it's mind-blowing the work that goes into mm-hmm. this inanimate like he's 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 just a drawn but yeah like you're right like um and also like they definitely are like technical showcases you can tell Mm -hmm. they are like pushing things um but it doesn't take away from the story like you're not just watching something saying like oh that's a technical showcase and there's no like heart in it or whatever yeah because like video games sometimes do that yeah where it's just all technical stuff but they forget the the story yeah avatar (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, all stuff like that. <laughs> well done, Charlotte. <laughs> Brilliant call. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm just sorry. I was just laughing at the chat because Kev's hashtagging Charlotte's wet again. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> but um, like I say, when you look at, as I said, when you look at the how Harry Sully is, you can imagine someone like Donald wanting to hug the TV, just thinking how cuddly uh, and like say how nice it would be. But uh, again, one of the ones we haven't talked about, one of my favorite Pixar films. Um, and I never thought I would like it as much just because it's quite a simple tale, but uh, Ratatouille, it's oh, absolutely yes. beautiful. Like Remy and like say the whole, mm-hmm. um, just the premise of it and like how this rat uh, likes to cook and wants the finer things. Uh, but like, as I said, it never made Paris look more beautiful. 
and, and the food bangs. tech as well oh, the <laughs> which they had a bit of in tone and red as well like when the dad was making food <laughs> it was like yeah. they've, been, they've been slowly improving the food tech yeah. um, but no ratatouille's amazing um and i just i just love like how the bad guy in it's like a critic which is obviously the- <laughs> It's obviously the movie writers being like, oh, let's take down a critic, a peg here. But he turns out, like, you know, nice in the end, but it's just mm. such a funny idea. The, the first time I saw it, I was like, there's a rat in a professional French kitchen under this guy's hat. I was like, where are the food, like, health and safety people? What is going on? Then he turns up and, and the rats fuck them up. It is it is beautiful how they make Paris. I love when they can make Paris look rustic, mm-hmm. like because it really is. I don't. I've been to Paris so many times, and it generally is rustic. Like mm-hmm. it's beautiful the scenery, and it really did it justice. How mm-hmm. gorgeous Paris is! Just you could smell the food on Ratatouille though. That that's, that yeah. was the thing. I think I love like when he's putting the ingredients in the soup, and you think, oh god, I just want to taste that. You, it made you <laughs> made you hungry, and yeah. even like say. Ratatouille is like as a dish is something I've tried and I can't stand, but I really wanted um, to eat that one. But I know you said the the, the movie critic was the villain, but I, I think he was and he wasn't. But that little rat guy was who looked like a rat, which was quite an, oh, true, uh, like the it, one who was stealing his dad's legacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave has literally just said the same thing in the chat. <laughs> Yeah, he says the critic a villain. Never saw him as a villain. So yeah, he's not the only one who thought that. Well, he, he had his little story arc, so he probably was a villain. But when he well, yeah, he killed out, his dad technically. Yeah, because he gave the restaurant a bad review, and then his dad died of died shame. Of shame. <laughs> oh well, that's an origin story, that right there, isn't it? That's yeah. a villain origin story. Yeah, we'll go See, all even Pixar on. killing off parents. <laughs> Just even the mams, though, and sometimes the dads. <laughs> You've got to have a sad thing, but um, oh, what was he called? The guy, the, like I said, he was such a like, like oh, I've forgotten now because it was Remy uh, that was the the mouse. Um, Gaston was his dad, but I can't remember. Um, was it Laguini? That was it. Yes, Laguini, <laughs> uh, who fell in love with the sous chef as well. That was like say, a nice again, like he was very well animated, especially how it was all like the rat making him do like wrong movements, which must yeah. be extra hard to animate when they've spent their entire careers like mm-hmm. making people look normal. Like, oh, we've got to yeah. make someone look crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> Great, but absolutely perfect. But yeah, Ratatouille is always up there with one of my favorite, uh, like say, in the franchise. I know. Like I said, the one that I've tried watching, but I've never been able to finish, The Good Dinosaur, which I should enjoy because it's got dinosaurs in, Mm. and I love anything to do with dinosaurs. If anyone's watched the new uh, David Attenborough on uh, BBC that was over the bank holiday weekend about uh, the last year, absolutely mesmerising stuff. No, I I haven't watched it yet. Oh, absolutely brilliant. They're trying to read, like, find out when the meteor hits and um sorry to go off topic here just it was no no go for so, it so brilliant to watch um basically show like how these animals died and they're in this south south uh, american dig site where they're keeping this location secret because they're finding that much stuff they don't want the world to know about it but it happened like i think it was uh, nine thousand miles after where the the meteor hit in Mex- New Mexico, mm-hmm. um, but there's actually a layer of earth where it's like got all the debris where the meteor hit even that far away, 
and little crystals that fish ate because that the ground the ground had turned into uh, glass into the atmosphere, then come back down. It was just mesmerising. I need to watch it. I love <laughs> anything to do with dinosaurs. I've just been I've just finished my Norse mythology book and just learned about Ragnarok, so I'm all about <laughs> the ends of everything at the moment. <laughs> and that was. That, that that leads into um, one of the ones we didn't mention. Disney's, I think it might have been Disney's first CGI film was called Dinosaur. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. terrifying! That when you look back <laughs> at the is. animation, <laughs> it is. But oh. I think that was just before they bought Pixar. How yeah. long ago was that? that? Ooh, it was oh, like early two thousands. I've, I've it? still got it on VHS because there was a while a, ago. <laughs> there was a ride at um, Animal Kingdom that was called Journey to Extinction, and. It's one of the most, ter- it's a child's ride, but it's one of the most terrifying rides I have ever been on. Like, mm-hmm. Paul will know from the Jurassic Park ride, when the, you have a T-Rex staring in your face, this one is literally here. <laughs> and it is massive, like huge. I went on it the first time, and then but I've been on it a million times and had to close my eyes every time. It is really scary and I thought I didn't know if it had anything to do with that yeah, film it, it must do Terrible. It, it was a while ago it came out yeah because it, it, I think it was like no talking in it as well if, if your memory serves us there right there wasn't much in it if I, remember. I thought of what I thought I thought it had like I can remember the main dinosaur like ha- having a horrible CGI smile so I don't know <laughs> I thought they did talk <laughs> you might be so thinking of walking with dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it was, like I said, bizarre, though. Um, I, I, I remember watching it, but I can't remember much of it. So that shows you how memorable it is. Yeah. I, like I said, the ride in, in Florida is a lot more scarier than the actual film. But I think it was... It had a Disney. PS2 game, I know that much. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think this was what scared Disney a bit, because this is what, like was their big flop. Because, like I said, they pumped a lot of money and there was a lot of advertising, but it didn't do anything as as, as well as, as, a, as a thought. But um, but yeah, like I said, and the other ones, as we said, Incredibles two came out too late. It, it could have been something that mm. wanted. I know there was a big marketing campaign saying this isn't for kids. This is what we've been waiting for, but it kind of wasn't. No, it, it should have just been the Avengers. Like they had the blueprint. <laughs> Pretty wasn't, much. wasn't there about the same time gap between Finding Nemo and Finding Dory though? And Finding Dory didn't do that badly. I think it was just a well more rounded story though, because people were. Yeah. was advertising it. Yeah. We had Ellen, who would have talked about it every single day. Yeah. And she has a chat show where she talks every single every day. Every single day, yeah. <laughs> so the marketing would have been ramped right up for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say uh, well, the Incredibles two really wasn't that long ago, was it? I remember going to see it for my birthday. No. Two thousand eighteen. Was it? Was mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. So everything feels a lot that like not, probably doesn't feel that long ago, but it probably does now. Yeah, with, uh, everything that's came out. But I think with Pixar as well, what they do really well is the little shorts. So yes. you always get a little the little shorts that come through, like um, the lava one. Um, like I said, the the one where the the old guy that fixes Woody he plays a chess game in the park as well. Yeah. Um, and the there's Dumplin one. I... one I watched it the other night because <laughs> we so we finally got the te- we finally got the telly sorted out four K telly sorted with the Disney Channel because it really was glitchy as anything and and sorted it and I said can we just shove this short on just to see if it worked and it was the Dumplin one and I said <laughs> bearing in mind I was very poorly at the time <laughs> for for the birds. The, mm. the For the Birds short is my dad's 
favorite my dad's a big pixar fan it is his favorite pixar thing mm-hmm. ever he will watch that <laughs> all day and laugh every single time <laughs> i like the mike's new car where he's excited to show sully's new car and chaos yeah. and in tunes but i liked the um the clouds one i thought that was yeah, really cute yeah they always do like little like heart punching moments type thing yeah. <laughs> <For the> bastards. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it must be like the up technique where they can just like make you cry in like a short like period of time, like a, a test. Um, then they go like the extremes, like Jack Jack's attack as well. Like when yeah. Jack Jack's going nuts, for just That's all we were waiting for though on Incredibles Two was Jack Jack and what his powers were. That's all we were bothered about. Oh, I was looking at one Paper Man. Do you remember that one? It's like it's all black, there. all black and white, like. It looks oh. like sort of hand-drawn stuff, but that's like mm. a, a quick heartbreaking love story type of thing. Of yeah, check that one out if you haven't. Is that one with the paper airplane one? Where the... Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, oh. it's, it's, it's absolutely stunning. Like, visually, yeah. again, I don't think anything Pixar does that doesn't break the mould when it comes to them. But how excited are you for the next one, though? What's the next one? Oh, uh, like yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see like that that's another one where it's like isn't that like a live action film nope <laughs> oh, I, I just remember the bloody debates on the group over oh. it my gosh oh about Hoover's like why Tim Allen isn't voicing it it's because it's not Tim Allen <laughs> it's, it's not a toy <laughs> yes so we're getting to see how Bruce 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 uh, okay. how, how Buzz Lightyear is <laughs> Is and his origins as well, which again, from what we've seen, they've not given out too much. Mm. I know we've seen a few of the toys and a few of the pops and stuff, which again very much excites me because it looks like we're going to get a real live action Zerg as well. So, um, that's oh, Buzz's be... father, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if we follow a Toy Story 2 law. <laughs> I, w- I wonder if the classic is coming. <laughs> Well, this is this is the thing though, because are they saying this is the real life guy or the cartoon character Buzz from the cartoon show that was also on the Disney Channel? It's a whole mess. <laughs> yeah, I think what the, I think the way they're going, this is going to be the, the live action person who like inspired the cartoon, inspired yeah. the toys and stuff. So that's. Do we think be... we're going to get a Woody one as well? If they're doing Buzz, do you think they'll do a Woody one? No, because we've had Woody's story, Woody's roundup. I don't think they'll go back and try and put snakes in his boot and stuff like that. It'd be an, inter- <laughs> it'd be an interesting take, but I, just I think they've got more scope to do with yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's Chris Evans. Like, come on, I'm got- so excited. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. That cat's going to be the star, though. That sucks, oh, the cat absolutely. robot. That's going to be yes. the big hit. <laughs> <laughs> Any you know, cat swims tell. over yeah. anything. But, yeah, like I say, I, I know, like I say, we went over quite a lot in in the previous uh, episode with Sam nearly dying, bless her. I don't know if she can remember most of it. I can, <laughs> I can a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Easy, but I can remember. <laughs> can, I, can I just give a shout out to Pixar TV and the most recent one, I think, which was Doug Days. Yes. Oh, I watched that. <laughs> I lo- was, loved it. it. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. It was the last thing. Um, what's his name? Who does Carl's voice? Oh, I know who you mean. It, it was the last thing, thing he did. Mm-hmm. And it was brilliant. Oh. It was. Uh, yeah, Mr. Frederickson. Uh, Mr. Frederickson, it was the last thing he did. 
Yeah, the guy. Why? Who... Oh, right. Why does yes. he keep breaking our heart like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, Even... I loved. Yeah. Loved that. No, that, that, yeah. we haven't really had much of Pixar TV though. That's the thing. We've yeah. had Doug's Days, but do you think that could be an element, especially with Disney Plus now, that they can break into like the shorts that they do Absolutely. so well? I know we've had Monsters at Work, um, mm-hmm. which I know Donna's a big fan of, which um, I kind of lost off, I think. But like, say, even then, the voice acting in that, they had the guy, like, they had the fonds in it. Um, Henry Winkler, I guess. Henry, Henry Winkler. Was <laughs> <All there>. win. <laughs> yeah. But they had the, the original cast back. But uh, what I like about Pixar, and I know they don't do it that much, they don't, like, say, they like to test themselves. I know they've got the big, big hitters like Monsters Inc., Toy Story, and they do the odd sequel, um, but they don't rely on sequels. They'll go on yeah. and see what the next story is, and that yeah. that's always quite an in- exciting thing. Um, while we're just going through the last things as well, I know everyone's in the chat as well. If you we did see last episode, we were going to do a Q and A. So if anyone's got any questions, they want to ask. Uh, Jake, Charlotte, uh, Sam, or myself, fe- feel free to fire them into the chat. And when we round up, I'll, I'll ask the questions and see if anyone uh, has any good answers. Shall we say that before I might have missed off? So Don't feel- read any of Donna's. Or Kev's. So Kev's, when so was the last time where you come went? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, what is your defining moment would you say for Pixar like the standout moment that you cannot forget so that's that, that when you think of Pixar it jumps out to you straight to your memory I know that's going to be a difficult one for you but I think it'll be quite an interest because I think there's so many iconic characters and iconic moments that, that Pixar have given us I think it'll be interesting to know because I think every each one of us will probably have a different one yeah. uh, well, quite honestly, I think the introduction to Buzz and Woody, mm-hmm. like the, the actual introduction to them was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I don't think you'll ever find two animated characters who would have such an impact as mm-hmm. what they two have had on pop culture. Um, look at Buzz Lightyear and the Christmas, his toy came out. It was the highest selling toy of the year. I couldn't uh, get one. I couldn't get one. I was devastated. Um, and I was, I think, yeah. <laughs> see. And if These are original as well. These are original. First, oh, okay. first if one. anyone's listening to us on audio, Paul literally has Buzz Lightyear sitting behind him. Lording over us with yes. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> and would he sit next to Gizmo? I see <laughs> Yes. So, well, I think, I think my, I think if I like, just as you said, if I jump straight to Pixar in my mind, I think it is that like argument that Woody and Buzz have where he's like, you are a toy. Just like you're a child's play thing. It's like, <laughs> it's so animated, like the, the facial animation, even though it's like a wimpy cowboy doll. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it, it was like mind blown at the time. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't thinking for a second that these are like toys talking. No. Like they, they somehow got the motion capture like, just mm-hmm. right where it didn't look weird and it just like sucks you in um Sorry, and yeah like i, I said see some of the questions coming through <laughs> <they're> awful i'm not reading them out <laughs> i can just see them um charlotte uh i think mine's probably toy story as well but mine's 
they're a bit more morbid than everybody else's. Mine is the bit where Buzz tries to fly and he falls and his arm breaks off and he's just lying there and just a look on his, on his face when he realises he's a toy. And you know I what? That... That's mine what? as well. That's really? Teddy, you know, <laughs> That's all right then. Then he can't go sailing no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Charlotte said, I think it's a magical moment that uh-huh. you know, the realisation that he is a yeah. toy. And that, like to, be, like, to be able to do that at the time, because at the time the animation wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. And like to show the emotion on a plastic toy's face like that. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It Isn't was it crazy so we, clever. <laughs> it's crazy we all had a Toy Story moment. Yeah. It obviously <laughs> is the defining point of Pixar because it's the one that not mm-hmm. like started it, but it broke everything. Everything. Uh-huh. And it give you, you everything as well. Yes, uh-huh. and like what? I said at the last one, you could go back and watch that today and you'd mm. think that was made this year. Like, it's perfect. I'm a little, proud of, I'm a little proud of us now. I'll, I'll, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, what, I'm not what, made too much. <laughs> what do you think kids of today, like growing up on more recent Pixar films, what do you think their moment would be? I'd probably say Monsters Inc. more than anything else. Like or or, Nemo, or, Nemo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it probably depends on the age. Um, we were lucky enough to be at the, the start, but yeah. if the parents did things right, they'll do exactly. That, that's it. That's it. That's it. It all comes down to the parenting and how they show them. But yeah. honestly, I would still say Toy Story would did, still um, be up there. Did you guys like see Toy Story at the pictures? Because like yeah. I don't think I saw it till the VHS came out, but I can like vividly remember picking it off the shelf and stuff like that. So it's yeah. clearly been like it's clearly a core memory. <laughs> I told you, mine came with the first ever DVD player we owned, so that's yeah. how I watched it. <laughs> I, I saw it at the cinema when the first week it came out. I was one the I went by myself to see it. Um, really? Yeah, <laughs> that used to be my Saturday mornings as a as a as a kid go at the pictures and see what was on because like the people I grew up with were either stealing cars or ca- cause, causing trouble living in Ryan. Um, so <laughs> I ever had a choice. <laughs> so I ever had a choice to go, hang about like say the people I, that I grew up with and do them type of things or go at the cinema because I used to get you the TS- well? I got the TSB uh, vouchers, so every everything I saw was for fifty pence. So when you opened a bank account with TSB each month, you used to get a pack of cinema vouchers oh. so, so, so good old that marketing advertisement there bring I it back, to, mind, bring it back going, tsb i don't mind going <laughs> the pictures by myself it doesn't bother me in the slightest yeah, anyone to talk to i was probably a 12 year old kid though so, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing family, that nobody Families used to take us in, used to buy us ice cream bars. Because <laughs> the, th- the thought you were like a last child. Oh, this, this, hom- <laughs> this homeless boy. <laughs> little, little boy used to be sitting in the cinema, because like, with uh, the old empire, the ABC, used to, like, as I said, I've mentioned in the podcast before, used to have two queues and used yeah. to go around, like, depending on, because you used to only have two films on, no four, because you used to have the, the, the adult ones later on. Um, like, adult ones well the likes of <laughs> likes of seven and stuff like that um, <laughs> like the 88 certificate 18 but yeah um like i say i used to be always at the front because i used to get up in the morning go to the pictures wait in the queue for the film to start 
and people used to just talk to us and like I said, just take us in for that day. So Oh, so you were the kid I was like walking past jealously and having to like go and stand like right round the side in like the back alley behind the cinema. Because yeah. we <laughs> and like wait for like five hours to see like what <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie, I don't know. <laughs> right. So we've got a few questions now. So I'm gonna fire these at uh I don't know if they've been set individuals, so I'm just going to fire them out. So this one's going to go to Sammy. It's from Mm -hmm. Donna. If you could live in a Pixar world, what world would you pick? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Coco. Coco. Coco, 100% Coco. Living Mm -hmm. that Mexicano lifestyle, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cool. So let's have a look. Um, let's Let's see what others we've got there. So... Jake, what is your most watched Pixar movie? Oh, it's definitely got to be Toy Story because I had that VHS and that was the <laughs> first time I saw it and I pretty much know all the words. So <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Gabe from the USA. Uh, hi, Gabe. Um, hi, Charlotte, who do you think would win in a fight, Buzz Lightyear or Mrs. Nesbitt? <sighs> Mrs. Nesbitt. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking down Darjeeling. <laughs> Mrs. Nesbitt, because Buzz cares too much. Mrs. Nesbitt doesn't. <laughs> Should beat him with that teapot. <laughs> I'm not asking the Munchkin OG question, Goodwill. <laughs> so we'll go back to Gabe as well. Sam, we'll go back to you for this one. Yeah. If you could have a best friend... To any Pixar character, who <gasps> would it be? Oh my god! Oh, um, oh my god! That's really hard. That I'm gonna say, no mine. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Which yeah. which version of Buzz though? <laughs> <laughs> the Chris Evans one, or <laughs> Spanish Buzz? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story Four. Because that guy had his shit together. (laughs) Yeah. So, Charlotte, what is your least favourite Pixar movie? Um, That's from from Goodwill. Probably Cars, because I just didn't get it. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I was the the audience for it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, probably Cars. Cool. Jake, looking back at Disney's back catalogue, which of their original movies do you think would work better as a Pixar movie? Ooh, that's it gets a, a hard one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, I think Aladdin would work pretty well because it's like yeah. it's still humans. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really think like you know Lion King or animal movies would be that good, but I could see them reworking Aladdin, but just keep the voice tracks the same. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, we'll go with. Uh, Sammy for this one. Mm. This is from Laura. So, if you could have one of the Toy Story characters as a friend, so out of the whole franchise other than Buzz Lightyear, oh. uh, who would you choose? Oh, um... <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Because <laughs> he's hilarious. And he can fit a lot of things in his ass. What about that happy child? <laughs> 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 uh, what about you, Jake? Are you going for Sid for that one? Um, oh, you know what? Slinky Dog seems like a really good <gasps> oh. friend. <laughs> oh, Slinky Dog. That's my dad's favourite. He even has a Slinky Dog. And that w- Wasn't that Ernest as well? Tim yeah. Varney. 
Tim Varney was, yeah. yeah. So he's Tim another Varney. one who's dead, I guess, and they probably had to just use old <laughs> clips in like Toy Story 4. <laughs> I didn't see it this time. Yes, oh. my dad has Slinky Dog, he has that. Oh. Well, he does betray Woody in the film and lets him go from the window when he's trying to get back. Didn't yes, he tried to touch him. He thought he was a bad guy, that was the thing. Oh, um, yeah, because of the hand thing. <laughs> <laughs> Murderer. Um, Charlotte, what would, who would you choose? Uh, Rex. 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 Oh, Rex. Oh, Rex. <laughs> he was so loyal. Oh, I want to change my answer now. <laughs> An anxiety ridden. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I'll probably go. For, I would go for Woody. I think Woody was a stand-up guy. I loved Woody. Um, I loved, I thought he was right about every decision he made, um, and I would have got as frustrated with Buzz as as possible as well. Like, <clears throat> I was doing the podcast, I say I'm like the podcast leader, shall we say, <laughs> and I am nobody's favourite. You <laughs> are, Woody. <laughs> so... <laughs> Would you have got as embarrassed in front of all people as well, though? Oh, yes. Bo <laughs> Peep was a slamming hottie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're Woody, does that mean I'm Buzz? Yeah. Yeah! When I, when I finally get the host, I'm going to be like, I'm Paul, howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a snake in the room. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you, partner? Yeah. <laughs> and Donna's asking, who's your favourite Monsters Inc. character? Oh, Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I kind of like Randall. Is he the bad guy? Yeah, he's the Steve Bruce. I just love watching his animation, how his head kind of stays in one place, but his body's moving. Yeah. We know yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like say I'm I love the furry uh, furry guy. Big You big <laughs> you really tried to uh, word that good, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry it wasn't creepy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Goodwill's trying to get uh, Paul's tits hashtagging, so yeah. So Paul <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Joel Paul. <laughs> and what about you, Charlotte? Uh Boo or Sully, because Boo was adorable. Oh, little Boo. Oh, she had to go for the cutie, didn't she? Adorable. Boo or Sully. <laughs> to be fair, though, I would love to see if, like, if, they, do a, if they were going to do a, a Monsters Inc. sequel, because I know they've given us like, spin-offs like Monsters of Work. I don't want to hear the story from the monster side. I want to hear about Boo's story mm-hmm. when she's grown up yeah. and, how, and how she's been and what she's, what she's doing now. That would interest I, me. I like, want to see it as Boo telling that story to her mm. kids. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, like a bedtime story. Yes. Like and convincing them that there's nothing that monsters to... aren't. Oh! Yeah, that monsters aren't scary. Get on it, Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> but but as well, saying Boo is kind of like a Laura Croft type character in the hunt to find the monsters again. Oh, <gasps> it's better. She's trying to like <laughs> locate because she misses a kitty and she wants to get back to the kitty. Who's got a direct line to Hollywood, Kev? <laughs> it? No, gonna <laughs> but you know they would break our heart and be like, you know, like, I've got to let you go. <laughs> like... <laughs> or, or she gets there and Sully's dead. Oh, no. oh my God! <laughs> Too far, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I'm called Stinky Pete now, so, yeah. I was going to say, Woody would never come up with something like that. Or maybe, maybe I'm Lotso. I'm a bad bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't realize how clear you guys are in my ears. So, like, that sounded so creepy. (laughs) So, yes, I think that would be sort of story I would like to see. Um, Mm. I don't, I don't think, like, say, Up needs another. Well, I don't think I want to see any more of Up. And I think Doug's Days that was a quite nice little ending. Um, I don't know any others. I could, I, I would like to see an onward. Like not a sequel, but in that universe. Yeah, it was an interesting universe because it was like magic mm-hmm. had gone, but they brought it back at the end, didn't they? So mm-hmm. you could have fun. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see like like what would happen with the man Nicole next, like uh, or like a backstory of how she becomes so broken and and start working in the restaurant. I think that would kind of like, interest us. But I think Pixar does so well with the stories they're told. The other, only other one I can see them like getting so much leverage was is turning red, like because mm-hmm. now we've seen the teenage years, we've got to see a like grown up to adolescent. Uh, what yeah. happens when she has a kid, mm-hmm. and she's going to be the the mother figure? That would be quite a nice little story to tell as well. And now we yeah. know that like the panda can just come back out if you break the the seal <laughs> like you know we could have many pandas again. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna answer. I don't know if Anne's what he's working this weekend, but I'm definitely going to get him to watch it before I mm. go away. Like, yeah. we, we watched the trailer for the other It's not a case of just, like, I just... I, I've got so much. I've started so much. So many series I've started. I've, I've now started Scrubs. In the middle of everything else that I'm watching, I start a new series. I need to finish these series. <laughs> but, uh... So, so Gabe's just said, "Help me, Pixar doing Supernatural." I, I, I don't think they could handle Supernatural. <laughs> I, I mean, they could, they could do like Ghost Hunters or something like that. That would be a fun one. No. Yeah. Imagine, no. Imagine if Pixar got hold of Scooby Doo. Yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they do like a like a, a like a Pixar version of Scooby Doo called Scooby like, or something? A Scooby Oh, we no. we watched it um, during lockdown and it was actually really good. It was computer animated, but it mm. was it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> new Scooby Doo is actually good because there's like the mystery mystery ink or something. It's like mm-hmm. a a new take on Scooby Doo. Yeah, because it was but, like it was kind yeah. of like a prequel. Yeah, because Scoop was the cutest puppy ever. <laughs> I, just, I want ghost faces now. Sorry. Ghost faces. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ghost faces were terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm playing that ghost game, man. It kept just going ghost faces. He's getting so annoyed. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. I, 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 do, I do think we need to play hide and seek with that game, though. I'd, I'd quite like to see Pixar's take on Haunted Mansion, though, because they haven't really done that Ooh. kind of. They haven't really. Like they haven't really done that kind of like kid horror type thing. Yeah. I think they could do it really well. I think they could do it a lot better. I mean, don't get us wrong, love the Muppets, mm-hmm. but I really found that slightly boring. It was yeah, weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it was okay. I'm like, I don't want to shit on it because it really wasn't bad, but I just think that would be such an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Just thought of one, mm-hmm. and it's put a smile on my face. I'll never, I'll never do it. Casper. Oh, <gasps> yes. who owns Casper at this point? <laughs> uh, Universal, I think. 
Because yeah. mm, it's not on Disney Plus, I don't No, but it's an Archie Netflix. comic, though, isn't it? So, yeah, like, it is. Netflix probably owns it. <laughs> well, slightly, but look at if if Disney and Pixar want it, would they not yeah. just go and get it? Yeah, they would. You know what I mean? Them. Like, would they not just throw money at it? Like, yeah, they can go. Has that was now. Yeah, has Casper got like a primetime audience? Like, us, yes, but like, that would be a mint idea. That could, it could like hit, but it would work now still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get on the phone to Hollywood. That's made this happen. Yeah, that was a good 90s movie, though, Paul Casper. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. it was. Oh, I was. I was so upset. All my friends went to go and see Casper at the cinema, and I wasn't allowed to go because I think I was grounded. Um, and I was so upset by it. Guess who got it from the dodgy man the next week? Oh, yes. I <laughs> am. My granddad got... got it for us. I was getting mint. <laughs> I got to go on the Casper ride because that's when I went to Universal. Mm-hmm. It was that whole thing where the chair goes into the basement and round all the weird stuff. And then you could see the ghost machine and like Casper was inside, like the one that turned him into a, oh, a real no. boy. <laughs> and just, just got, sorry to spoil a little love fest. Donna, fuck off. Pixar, not yeah. going to draw Gosmo. No, Donna, I just saw <laughs> that. <laughs> You're banned. Donna has to kind of ruin it, doesn't she? We're having a beautiful moment about Casper and she has to come in with orgasmo. I told I told you not to answer any of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. You foreshadowed it. <laughs> it was too wholesome. It was too wholesome. It was. I don't have to break it. <laughs> oh, new name. Shall we call her Rose from now on? <laughs> See how she likes them apples. <laughs> but uh, see, I, I would love... I, I don't want Pixar to move on too forward, but... A more adult, adult film f- feel like things. Imagine someone like Kevin Smith getting hold of, like, say, like doing a Kevin Smith style film, but with Pixar's animation. I yeah, think that that type groovy, of humor. We could take mm. groovy movie, yeah, and turn it into something better than what it was. Yeah, because that's the only Kevin Smith thing that's a bit that that even I question, and I mm. love reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I so, like reboot. <laughs> Thanks, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Take uh, is it groovy movie? It's called the oh, animated film. The animated film we did, um, mm-hmm. and take that concept and put it with Pixar, and it would be perfect. Yeah, perfect. So, they could write some CGI wrongs if they want to from like the early days, and be like, "Oh, we're remaking Beast Wars Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look oh, good wow. this time." <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't think Pixar has to rely on like remakes and reboots because no. I think Pixar is one of the very few studios out out there that have mm. original ideas. Yeah, yeah, like like most eighty films. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having this it, from it, now it, till June. <laughs> when when did Toy Story come out? Was it the eighties? Uh, <laughs> oh, look at that! If nobody knows what we're, we're getting at, we're actually doing a panel at SunnyCon in June where it's 80s versus 90s. It's Paul and Donna against Jake and Charlotte <laughs> and me as moderator because <laughs> I've not seen enough films to get an opinion. <laughs> Mr. Texas and went, 
Is it because you've not seen enough? I was getting, yep. Yeah. You've seen loads. <laughs> not enough, mate. I'll be sitting there going, not seen that one. <laughs> I'll lay the smack down on your candy asses because that's what I said. <laughs> I'm sorry. When did that, when did that uh, catchphrase come about? <laughs> oh, I need one of those like horns. You know, every time that. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Charlotte is annihilating you. Oh, it's only because I blew her away in the chat. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that wasn't fair. <laughs> I brought her the big guns talking about uh, no batteries re- required. Batteries not included. Titans. I was like. <laughs> Like, yeah, fuck you guys and Jake come out Power Rangers come on Power Rangers is beautiful I've a news break so it only turns into a bag on the floor yeah. cinema but uh, if, if anyone hasn't bought tickets like I said um, like the lovely Donna runs an amazing uh, like convention that's happening in June it's called SonnyCon it's for all types of animation, but it's not just animation. It's like I say, all types of nerd culture that will be there. Um, like I say, it's going to be amazing. Like the amazing Donna and Tucky have asked us to do this live in front of oh, yeah. people, which I don't know if it's going to be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the one piercing it. So I'm yeah. going to have a mic in my hand. I'm going to go Kevin Smith on you. You're not going to get a fucking word in. Donna, <laughs> Donna, we need to have a talk about turning Paul's mic off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is it is incredible that Donna and Chucky have given us this opportunity and platform to, you know, to mm. branch out further mm. than our YouTube and audio mm. abilities. It's awesome. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm certainly but uh it, it's going to be interesting next year and it's going to be something <laughs> it, it could be the end of team podcast so <laughs> it could be that it could be the start of nerdy up north solo hour the following week it's just paul sat here <laughs> I've just got a photo and pose a picture of Mr. McMahon and, and like I say, over us now to say, no chance. No chance in hell. Oh, God. And Jake can do the Shane McMahon shuffle. And All right, Jake. Here comes the money. <laughs> the name on the contract does say Nutty Up North. It's all right, Jake. We've got Twitch. We'll be fine. <laughs> it's our WCW. <laughs> but yes it's going to be fun and games so um i know this one's a bit of a short one tonight but if you put them both together it is a long one one. um like i say we didn't mock anyone too much like i say thank you so much for the good questions as well it was quite entertainment um (laughs) next year some of the questions we couldn't ask thanks no thanks thanks, laura um (laughs) donna's for the worst mate <laughs> 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let's wrap this up before it takes a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to suck any dicks to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. If anyone doesn't know, listen to the Kevin Smith podcast if you don't understand those references. <laughs> so, man. Always be plugging. <laughs> yes. I love yes. how we started this podcast in part one with oh we're a Pixar family and we've ended with 37 dicks in a row it happens all the time you want to see a donkey show oh my god god. no but if you like shows we run a twitch channel (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Nerdy up north on Twitch. Good, Brandon. <laughs> Kinky Kelly in the stadium now. <laughs> oh, you know, that could be gosh. a name for Kelly as well, the next one, Kinky Kelly. Uh, but yes. <laughs> I can't think of the song right now that comes on after that. Sorry. <laughs> I, just imagine the, I just remember the facial expressions. That's all. <laughs> 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 Alice is good. <laughs> Linus is good. Fuck I'll... you, pillow pants. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, pillow pants. Fucking hell. Oh, if you just if anyone's just joining YouTube, welcome to Nerdy Up North. <laughs> you got a friend in me. You can't go <laughs> from thirty-seven dicks to, to Randy the... Newman. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but it gives it a totally different meaning. <laughs> what has happened? There's Charlotte dropping the dirtiest joke of the night. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to do the Looney Tunes episode. Oh, my gosh. What's that, Jack? Well, yes. Uh, um, so we are back on Sunday, uh, funny enough. <laughs> we are returning. <laughs> Uh, we'll I love it. how serious you went there. <laughs> Even a professional here, guys. Come on, <laughs> keep it, keep it my level there. Are you serious? <laughs> Sorry, Sa- uh, Saren, Sam has went all Karen on us. <laughs> <laughs> Can I speak quite. to your manager, please? <laughs> it would be in a very harsher tone than that. What are we doing on Sunday? <laughs> Uh, top five uh, cult movies. So, oh, Grant, I'm not missing the cult movies. Get it uh, in. So Grant has been preparing. Uh, Kelly's been very quiet. So I'm quite scared and interested what their top fives are going to be. Um, Have we ever done one with Grant and Kelly before together? Um, no. It got removed. That's going <laughs> to be interesting. <laughs> um, like I said, there were technical issues for that one, but that's fine. Well, that's uh, going to be an interesting one. Yes. Um, then the week after, Sam's away, and mm. we've got Grant and Jake in, and and is Charlotte joining us? For that Charlotte's one? taken my place for the evening. As Charlotte, I ain't asked about that. Or is Charlotte, this is the first time Charlotte's talking about this. <laughs> no, we when we went out for dinner, I said, "Oh, yes, oh yes, I can't do the Sunday of the such and such date." And he went, "You went, Charlotte, your co-host that night." Right. You said yes. it. We've got to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie and Street Fighter the movie and Mortal Kombat Annihilation first, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say Power Rangers, but that's not the same at all. I ain't no video game. game. <laughs> that's why Sam's not going to be on that one, shall we say. <laughs> Good job. I'd have really embarrassed myself. And we are looking to try and fit in as well our review of Alien. So oh, yes, that's we, uh, right. we've all got to watch that. So we'll try and fit in that at some time. Um, I think uh, Jake and Sam, I, I might join them. I might not. It depends on how busy I am. Uh, we are going to be doing um, a Twitch stream on Friday. I think they were talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we're looking to, yeah. Yeah. see what games they're going to be playing um, <laughs> and then we'll look to get more and like I say Charlotte's Boot Club again still plugging the way um, there's a lot yes. remember as well if you have read a book and you want to write uh, write a review we are putting reviews up on the Nerdy Up North website so get in contact with Charlotte or me uh, or send an email um, all the information is on the, the Boot Club uh, Facebook page as well 
Um, we are um, going to organise that book exchange we've been talking about probably this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully. At some point. Somewhere yes. over the rainbow. But yes. Uh, <laughs> but um, yes, so this has been our talk about, uh, about Pixar over two legs. So we got there in the end. Uh, and Sam didn't die, so didn't and, not this time. And, and, <laughs> but thank and, you, for, thank you for doing it for the part two. I really appreciate it. And she did get a negative test today, so she's run a free as well. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So yes, uh, thank you guys. Thanks for everyone in the chat. You have been amazing. Yeah, thank um, you. <clears throat> Kev's plugging Charlotte's feet. He, yeah. he, want, he wants ten pound uh, per photo. So guys, <laughs> get get that plugging. Um, <laughs> Bring it, back. Sub, bring it one, back, bring it back, bring it back. One sub equals one tour. Get in, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, same bad Ended. time, same bad time. Say nerdy, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>